Hi, this is Jaden Scoville, host of Today's Healthy Kids, and this is our Future is Missing Voice America Kids. Please be on the lookout for 18-year-old Esmit and 15-year-old Domingo Sanchez-Gonzalez, both Hispanic. They went missing from their hometown of Lewisburg, North Carolina, August 8, 2008. Esmit is 5 foot tall, weighing 140 pounds, black hair and brown eyes. Domingo is 4 foot 4 inches tall and weighing 130 pounds. This appears to be a family abduction and may be in the company of their father and may have traveled to Mexico. Domingo has a scar on his left knee. If you know of Esmit or Domingo's whereabouts, please contact the National Center of Missing and Exploited Children's hotline at 1-800-THE-LOST. That's 1-800-843-5678. To see a picture of Esmit and Domingo, please click on the link on the Voice America homepage, Our Future is Missing, or go to ourfutureismissing.com. You will see Esmit's picture progressed to 18 years and Domingo's picture age progressed to 14 years. Thank you. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Real kids, real talk radio. Do you sometimes feel that there's nobody to talk to about the things you need to talk about? Well, look no further. Welcome to the Paper Hope Street Team on the Voice America Kids channel. Erica, Rio, Yvonne, and the rest of the Paper Hope Street team are here to discuss the topics you've been asking about. Now, here's the Paper Hope Street team. Paper Hope Street Team on the Voice America Kids Network. I'm Rio Wade. I'm Yvonne Allen. And I'm Erica Everleth. And today we are going to be talking about high school relationships. Mm. Dun, oh dun, boy. Dun. <laughs> First off, I uh, my voice is going away. If you couldn't tell, uh, we decided to do it anyways. It just adds to the authenticity of how awesome we are. <laughs> um, so, sorry if I sound like a dude. Um, Alright, so we're going to be talking about how we as teens define serious relationships in high school, like boyfriend-girlfriend relationships. So, guys, how do you define a serious relationship? There's a couple factors, I think. For me, when I think of, like, someone or people, my friends or myself being in a serious relationship, I think about, like, exclusivity. Like, if you're dating, then they're not talking to anybody else, you're not talking to anybody else, and you don't really have eyes for anyone else. It wouldn't be, like, an attention thing, like someone else's attention is more important than yours. No, because you are the attention. You're the only attention they need. Right. So. And then... um, it's also, to me, it seems like you're in it for long term. Like, yeah. if you're in a serious relationship, you don't have any plans to get out of it anytime soon. Like, there's no, like, okay, well, we're going to be together, but then three weeks from now, we're going to not be together. Like, that's not serious to me. This might be a stupid example, but serious, yes, like you were saying, is long term. So, like, if you get an injury, it's going to heal in two weeks. Yeah, you yeah. get a serious injury, <laughs> you're going to be in bed for two months. Yeah. Like, it's, it's long term. Yeah, yeah. If it's a serious injury, you're either you know for life or for a long long time and you don't know when you're gonna exactly. heal it's yeah a cool i think with serious, <laughs> i think with like serious relationships too it's a lot of the friendship aspects of it because mm-hmm. when Definitely. you go and like when you're with your best friend you're not treating your relationship with them as like something that's gonna end in a month or two like you would a relation a normal like boyfriend girlfriend relationship 
you're treating it as, you know, this is my best friend, this is person's important with me, and hopefully will be with me for a long time. And I think that has a lot to do with it. So friendship is a big part of it. And I think also along with that is, like, uh, treating people like part of your family almost in the sense that you can bring them around your family exactly. just the same way you would bring your best friend around um so like you know not even just introducing like hey mom dad this is my boyfriend or girlfriend saying like hey come to my family christmas event or whatever yeah. it may be exactly and i think you can have a serious relationship without being in a serious relationship because like you're saying you need to be friends and honestly, I think it's very important to be friends with someone before you even Definitely. think about dating because then you actually get a sense of him the, or her, depending on what gender <laughs> you are. But I think a lot of times people race into like, okay, hey, we just met. You're cute. Let's date. Yeah. And they don't actually know the person. And that can cause so many problems in the long run, not even the short term. So honestly, you should be friends with someone before. So that leads one serious relationship into a more like in-depth relationship. And yeah, that's where a yeah. lot of it derives from. I think so. I was going to bring that point up later on, but I think it fits well in this part. I think for me, and we have examples too, I will not consider dating someone or being someone's girlfriend if they are not my best friend first. And to me, if I'm going to date someone, they're going to be my everything. They're going to be the person I go to. If I'm upset with my mom, they're going to be the person I go to. If I'm upset with friends, they're going to be the person I go to. If I just want to go hang out, I mean, they're going to be everything to me. So when I notice, I notice my friends and around school, there are people that maybe are dating, like their boyfriend, girlfriend, but then the girl maybe has like a best friend that's a guy and that they tell secrets to and like they share secrets with this friend and she doesn't tell her boyfriend the same stuff. That doesn't seem fair to me or right or that doesn't seem like a, a healthy, serious relationship. And to me... Being boyfriend girlfriend automatically gives the seriousness because exactly. I don't know about you guys, but I don't joke around when I'm calling somebody my boyfriend. I definitely exactly. yeah. think it comes with age. Uh, as mm-hmm. you get older uh, through high school, as a freshman or sophomore, you know you see it less often, and it's just like you want to have a boyfriend because it makes you feel like wanted and accepted, and that's right. what we're all looking for, kind of, um, especially at that age. And as you go through high school, you begin to see those few rare relationships that are serious at that time. And even though, like, a lot of kids, uh, like, they'll go through that and be like, oh, you know, I love this or that person. And that's, Mm. like, a whole other topic completely. But definitely it happens, and there are serious relationships at that age, and they'll become more and more frequent as you move through high school. I don't even really think nowadays that I know very many people who have gone through high school without experiencing their first real like real relationship or serious relationship but I definitely agree that it's important to be friends first I think I'm kind of notorious for that and every every boyfriend I've ever had uh or guy I've been with I definitely the number one thing for me is our friendship and like we definitely established that first and I think for me I've learned that the best relationships come off of the foundation of good friendships. Exactly. You're listening to the Voice America Kids Network. The show is Paper Hope. I'm Yvonne Allen. Our topic today is relationships and what it means to be serious. So what off of Erica was saying how people at a young age, like freshman, sophomore, or even in middle school, they, they'll go around being like, oh, I love him, blah, blah, blah. Like, we've been dating for two days, and I totally love it. <laughs> <laughs> so I serious. think... I mean, I don't, because it's hard to distinguish between, like, in the span of high school, like, for parents and friends and stuff to tell 
whether you're, you're, you know, you really love this person and to what degree. But I think when you're at such a young age and, you know, you don't really know what you're talking about, it's more emulating the older people in your life and the adults in your life. I mm-hmm. think it's more of, oh, well, this is how they act when they're, you know, when they're in love with someone. And so I think this is how I should act because I'm in a relationship too. They're in a relationship. Let's try to do, this is what they do, so this is what I should do. But it, without understanding why you're doing the things you're doing or why you're saying the things you're saying and not having, like, feelings to back it up or time to back it up or experience with this person to back it up, I don't think it's legit. Like, I don't think you should be calling it that. I mean, acknowledge the fact that you're totally into this person and acknowledge the fact that you may be attracted to them and that you think they're, like, the coolest thing ever. (laughs) But, like, don't rush into telling yourself that you're in love with this person. You don't know them. They don't know you. And this brings up to another point. You don't know yourself in high school. Holy cow. Like, this has been a big problem with me and my guy friend or ex-boyfriend, whatever you want to call him. If you don't know yourself... And you don't know yourself until, like, college or later, first of all. So if you don't know who you are or who you're going to become, it's hard to have somebody else on that journey with you who's also trying to figure out who they are and all this stuff. It's just a big jumbled mess. So having that extreme of emotions or feelings towards someone is messy in high school, I think. And I think a lot of it... um yeah, <laughs> a lot of it. Uh, yeah. Um, but I think it's difficult, and it's difficult for parents when a kid comes home or, like, is something or starts talking and be like, oh, my God, I totally like this person, blah, blah, blah. It's hard for a parent to be like, oh, well, you're young. You don't know what love is, you know. Yeah. You, you can't discredit that because, I mean, me and Erica over here, we had our first loves in high school, and it's like I'm going to start crying on this show, but it's like, I'm <laughs> sorry. It's a rough subject. It's really yeah. difficult because I did have that, and it's like, it still hurts because it's so fresh, and it's really, I'm so sorry. But, um, but yeah, you can't discredit that because it does happen. I definitely felt like when I experienced my first love, uh, first of all, it comes out at you out of nowhere, as like all important people do in your life. You, you kind of go into meeting someone as like, oh, they're just another acquaintance, and then they become, you know, a good friend to you, and then beca- they become like essentially something your whole world revolves around at least for a period of time and it can be really hard to deal with especially the first time because you're not used to those feelings and you're not used to caring so deeply about a person to where like you just want to be with them all the time and there is absolutely nothing wrong with you know wanting to be like that but it's really important to remember that you guys are separate people and you are young people and you need to give each other the space to breathe and grow and be your own person and with me that was the main problem uh in my first real relationship and my first love was we were attached at the hip and it really bothered me uh after a while uh he and I were together for over a year and a half and he was you know like I said it's important to me that uh, a serious relationship has to you know he has to be around my family and my family loved him so much just like I did and they still do and we still talk and things are great but it's we just had to be separate people especially young and you have your own identity and there's nothing wrong with being your own person that's who you want to be and um I feel like when I was trying to judge whether or not I loved him I was like sure of it in my head and but then I looked at 
uh, I was a sophomore at the time approaching my junior year and I was like looking around at all these not all because there were very few but the few relationships around me that were going on you know a year a year and a half two years of those rare cases and I was like or even the younger like the like less lengthy relationships I just looked at them and they would be like I love him so much or I love her so much and I'd be like you don't understand like I I felt so defensive of the word love because it was so precious to me and I was like you don't understand you you can't really be in love you don't know what love is and like looking back I realized how wrong I was because I was going through it too and in hindsight uh, a while back I was very hesitant to even say I loved him or not because I was like wrestling with the idea that, okay, well, if I kind of doubt it was love because I was so young and I was just like all those other people I was judging, then was it? But um, some time came where we weren't together for a while. We didn't uh, hang out at all. And then I saw him again, you know, just by chance. We hung out with some mutual friends and it all came back and just hit me so hard. And that happens anytime you see someone you love, you know, family member whoever it may be but it was so intense and so hard for me to deal with um and that's when I realized you know young love does happen and it's beautiful and rare and wonderful and if you have young love I really think you should cherish it but it's really difficult yeah (laughs) be prepared to say the least it's difficult for a lot of reasons it's a, you don't know it's going to happen when you meet someone because, you know, if you if you think about it, you know you are young and you know that it is going to be like you're not sure if it's going to be real or you're not sure if it's really what you're thinking and you don't expect it. So it's there's a lot of stuff that's hard about it. Let's take a break. I'm Yvonne and Allen. Keep it right here. You're listening to The Voice America Kids. opinions fresh opinions right here on voice america kids if a rash develops while listening do not discontinue use you're listening to voice america kids have you friended us on facebook yet why not just go to facebook.com forward slash voice america or search for the keywords voice america once you are part of our facebook network you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows this week's featured guests and new happenings of the voice america talk radio network and you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our wall. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. You're listening to the Paper Hope Street Team. Want to ask a question or select a topic for a future show? Please send an email to info at paperhope.com. That's info at paperhope.com. Now, back to Erica, Rio, Yvonne, and the Paper Hope Street Team. America Kids. I'm Erica Everleth. I'm Rio Wade. And I'm Yvonne Ellen. And this is Paper Hope Street Team. Our show topic today is serious relationships and how you define them, especially in yes. high school. We were just talking about um, Rio and Erica's stories of how they loved when they were in high school. 
I'm still a senior. Um, I've never been in that serious of a relationship where I was like, oh, I love you. I was in one that I told him I loved him. And I honestly thought at the time I did love him. But after talking to Rayo's mom or the writer of the Paper Hope blog, um, I came to a realization that I loved the idea of him. Mm. I loved the fact that I wanted this person to be that person that fulfilled me and fulfilled the things that I didn't have or that I wanted and be the person that, you know, like showed me care and showed me love. And it was really hard for me to distinguish that I didn't love him because I honestly like try to find the love in guys that I didn't get in a father because I don't know what it is. I never got provided it or an understanding of what it is. So I thought I was in love with him. I wasn't. Oh, well. I want to, I, I think it needs to be recognized and applaud you to, that you're actually able to recognize that because Definitely. so many times people can't admit to that or recognize in themselves that that's the reason that they're doing the things they are because so many times they try to justify their actions based on other things and not actually get down to the real reason of why they're, yeah. you know, saying that they're in love with someone when they know they're not. They just, they, they just want that attention. And that reminds me that, you know, so many times friends of mine, even through middle school up until now, and I've even been guilty of this, like in middle school and stuff, when you hear that somebody that you know of and you don't have feelings for, you don't like them, you find out that they like you and, you know, they might have feelings for you. And there's like this little thing in your head that turns on that you're like, wait, maybe I like them. Let's, yeah. you know, maybe maybe I like them since they like me. Like, this is someone that likes me enough to give me attention. Maybe I'll like them. But so many times it ends up happening that this person likes you or thinks you're interesting or wants to get to know you. And so you do the same thing and you end up liking the attention and not really getting to know them as a person or find common interests or, you know, you end up settling or, like, changing your views on what you value in a person just because they're showing you attention and you like that attention. And with my situation, my guy friend found someone else that liked him and it was like, oh, my God, for him, he was like, this new girl liked me. I've been with me, you know, the same girl for so many years that, like, I didn't realize there was other people out there that would like me and give me attention and to me, for me, it's hard because I can sit back and be like, well, I know that these two people don't have much in common. She has traits that he doesn't necessarily value or that he's told me that he values. And I know him well enough to know that maybe he's settling or changing his views. And it's just difficult, even friends in middle school and stuff. Like, do you do you really like them or do you like the idea of the attention that you're going to exactly. get? You know, and so you... You low, not necessarily lower your standards because that's not what's happening. It's you're changing your ideas and like lying to yourself essentially about what you value in a person. Exactly. And um, touching on something that Erica had said earlier about family, when you marry someone or when you date someone, you're gonna be surrounded by their family and their mm -hmm. family values and what what they see you should be. I was with someone and their family had such high standards for the girl he was supposed to be with, I changed myself for his family. Yep. I changed the way I dressed. I changed the way I acted. I changed how I sat, like, everything about right. me so his family would accept me so I could be with him. And I was so stupid. Like, seriously, mm. you shouldn't change for a guy, yeah. let alone his family. That's right. not as important, you know? Mm. it's It was stupid. When you marry someone, you marry their family, and that's something you really need to take to heart. Like, are you going to be around these people that could be psychotic or could be <laughs> some... 
insane group of people or are you going to put yourself around a family that's accepting of who you are Definitely. just like the guy should yep. be accepting of yep. who you are that's that's why it was so difficult because and I don't know Erica how it was for you with your first love but with my person we basically considered each other family like he was over at my house all the time I I freaking go to get ice cream with his mom only without him like <laughs> you know we were so close in that regard so I mean it's it, family is a big key because if you don't if you don't fit in with their family or you don't value their family and they value your family, you know it's it's not serious in my eyes. And I think it's important because people do come from different backgrounds. Basically, everyone I've ever been with, we we all have different stories and we all have different family settings. Some people don't have families to go back to, and some people have such huge families that it's like totally overwhelming or like such perfect yeah. families, like Yvonne said, but. Ugh. You know, someone, just the same way she said that someone's family should be accepting of you just like that person is, you really, like, when I don't think when you're in high school you need to worry too much, especially about, like, you know, who you're going to marry or anything. Mm -hmm. But we're saying it in the sense that, you know, it's the same with a relationship that you want to consider serious or you start to consider serious because as you do get older, you're going to start seeing these more serious relationships. And you can't just go and be with someone oh, I don't know, it'll last a couple months, you know, whatever, for the long run. And there's nothing wrong with that in high school because you're learning and you're practicing your relationship skills. But it's very important as you get older, as you near your senior year and you get into college to realize that these serious relationships are serious yeah. and you can't just treat people's feelings, you know, with disregard. So I caution you when you get into a relationship and you start calling it serious or you think it's serious, Pay very much attention to if you're ready for that or not. And there's nothing wrong with not being ready for a serious relationship. Uh, that's actually, I think, the reason I got out of my first serious relationship is I was getting scared out of it because, yeah, it was great. Like, his family was, like, loved me. They accepted me. My mom loved him. Like, same thing. But it was just, like... It's too much. It was time to start yeah. applying for college because he was a year older than me, and it was time for graduation for him. And it was really scary that he was trying to plan his whole life around me, and I wasn't ready for that. And there's nothing wrong with trying to compensate and, like, be there for the person you love or, you know, just that person in your life, just like you would for your best friend. Like, you want to make sure that person stays a part of your life, but mm -hmm. you are still growing when you're right. in college and when you get out of high school, and you need to make sure that you give each other room. And if you really, really, you know care then you'll give each other that room and it can it can work still that's giving each yeah, other room that's, a, that's to essentially end. what you know my guy friend and I landed on is and that's why we started breaking apart in the first place is we both sat down and we talked about it we're like we are too serious for the age we are now like we are trying to be rational about it we are saying you know if we would have met each other later in life and we would have been able to go through everything in high school and all of the changes and become who we are like it would have been perfect so it's like you have to sit down and think logically, like, okay, I'm 17, almost 18, like, I'm growing the most right now that I ever will in my life, like, discovering who I am, yeah. and so is this other person, so it's, it's, for me, serious relationships to that extent is, is too much to handle, I mean, there are those people out there, high school sweethearts that meet in high school, you know, fall in love, get married, have kids, and it's perfect, but the reality is, is that's a small percentage. Yeah. 
And in high school, you're supposed to, you know, high school, and I don't mean to sound like cliche, but high school is like to have fun. Like you're supposed to experience things and have fun and be yourself and figure out who you are yourself. So, I mean, dating isn't like the antichrist. Like it's not like the bad thing, but you have to, you have to think about it logically and and talk about it and and be open with whoever you're dating and be on the same page and there's just so much to consider that you have to be careful with relationships so that mm-hmm. you don't get too serious or end up hurting the other person's feelings or and don't discount your own feelings I mean you can't be like oh well I'm too young so I don't feel this way like that I know personally I was the one at the get-go that was like oh you know people don't love like even people that are married don't even love each other blah 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 like I was totally like you could ask my friends that knew me in middle school like my first kiss wasn't until I was 16 almost 17 so it was like you know I was totally anti-guy, anti-love, anti-everything. So it does smack you in the face, but you can't take it too seriously at this age. It's that stupid, cheesy saying on Facebook and stuff, if you love something, set it free, and if it was yours to begin with, it'll come back, and if it wasn't yours to begin with, it'll stay away or whatever it is. But, like, that's basically what it is. Like, if this person and I really have those feelings for each other and we grow up to be who we are, then maybe we can reconnect later on. I mean, like, never know, so... That's my big... You're listening to the Voice America Kids Network. The show is Paper Hope Street Team. I'm Yvonne Allen, and our topic today is on relationships and their seriousness. One thing I was just thinking about as we were all talking about relationships and whatnot is boyfriends and girlfriends in high school don't have that necessarily the same connection that you'll have with your husband and if you look at the root of the word and boyfriend and girlfriend it's friend yeah and you should definitely be friends like you were saying it should be your best friend Mm -hmm. and I don't think I think people disregard the word like oh he's just my boyfriend but when you get older and you have kids and you talk about them like put yourself in your parents shoes how are they supposed to talk to you about boyfriends girlfriends and relationships versus husband serious relationships and I think that's one thing that's a big difference between serious relationship and boyfriend or girlfriend yeah and definitely how uh, Rio was talking about in high school you see a lot of children with like all the topics we've gone over drinking all that stuff children and young adults emulating the behavior they see in adults out in the world it's the same with relationships and so a lot of times um, people assume that with these serious relationships come sex because a lot of teens think you know, oh, it's a serious relationship. What does that mean to you? They think, oh, sex is involved. That is totally, totally not at least my idea nope, of nope. serious. I, we defined yeah. it to you, and with my, by my personal experience, um, long after even my first love and I were well over with, we're talking this was a year ago, we're three years out of that relationship at this point. And someone approached me and said, you know, something about, having sex with that person and I was like excuse me like no and they're like (laughs) what and they literally didn't believe me that we didn't do things sexual even though we were so like caught up in each other and so involved in like in terms of families and being around each other all the time seriousness doesn't mean sex and it's important that you don't make those assumptions both in your relationships and in other people's relationships and your friends relationships you can't just look at that and do that same exact thing happened to me I was dating this kid not like on and off essentially for two and a half years and we never did anything like that like we didn't have sex and everyone would come up to me and be like oh you know blah 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 you and this person have sex and you're like no 
we we've never done that. Yeah. Like you're lying. You're not telling the truth. Blah blah blah. You. So stupid. You should never ever associate serious relationships, especially at this young age, with physicality. It's not the same yeah. thing. Honestly, and in my serious relationship that I had, I didn't even kiss him. I wouldn't kiss him. We were gonna wait till we got married to kiss. Cliche. Cliche. All right. Let's take a break. I'm Yvonne Allen. Keep it right here. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Behind the Line is all about the inside of sports from a kid's point of view. This is a look at all of the action from Behind the Line. Join your host every Wednesday at 3 p.m. whether you're a kid or was a kid at some time in your life. We'll run down all of the scores, talk about the games of the past week, and preview what's coming up in the next week. You'll want to take notes because this is good stuff. The place to be Wednesdays at 3. That's 6 p.m. Eastern is the Voice America Kids channel for Behind the Line. Kids these days are so connected to the media that they can't help but be surrounded by news and politics. Today's kids get more information than kids of past generations, and because of that, they have more informed opinions. Kids today may not be able to vote yet, but they can certainly influence voters and issues with their voices. Tune in every week for America Today and talk about the issues and influence the decision makers. America Today airs every Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. You're listening to the Paper Hope Street Team. Want to ask a question or select a topic for a future show? Please send an email to info at paperhope.com. That's info at paperhope.com. Now, back to Erica, Rio, Yvonne, and the Paper Hope Street Team. Welcome back to the program, People Hope Street Team on Voice America Kids. I'm Rio Wade, and today we are talking about what defines a serious relationship in high school. And we're just wrapping it up now. And one last point, actually two last points I wanted to make, was we just got done talking about um, sex and how it relates to serious relationships. And we just want to say that sex isn't awful like when you're an adult. It, when you're an adult and you're ready emotionally and you found a person that you trust with your life and all this stuff, it's fine. It's nobody else's business and that's good. Like don't don't think that that's like the the worst thing to happen, but when you're in high school and just out of high school, don't use sex as an excuse for a serious relationship or don't use like sex to define your relationship as serious because that just ends bad in all cases um and also one more thing is when you're in high school and you think that like you're in a serious relationship and you think that these are the people that you're going to know the rest of your life and you're afraid to let go of someone you know you need to realize that your high school life is not even anywhere near as long as the rest of your life is going to be erica can attest to this that when you graduate from high school you're never going to see these people ever again like people that you've dated you're not going to keep in touch with them you know i mean maybe there's one or two people that you're going to stay in touch with but 
odds are you're never going to talk to these people again. I I mean, I'm just going through this right now. There are people who, like, not even, like, my enemies who I'm like, oh, thank God I never have to see that person (laughs) ever again. Or it's it's even those people who you just used to see around every day, you know, that person that's nice to you, your acquaintance, even a good friend. Things change when you graduate. And so... while you're in high school, yes, cherish those friendships and don't treat them all as disposable because you you and your best friend will probably be best friends forever if it works out that way, and that's wonderful. But, you know, don't take it with a grain of, like, you know, a grain of salt and say, you know, these people are treating me poorly. I don't have to deal with it, even though we're enclosed in the same place every day for seven yeah. hours a day. Or, you know, it's when you get out of high school you may keep in touch over facebook but honestly i can say that i've seen 10 percent of the people that i thought i would be hanging out with all the time especially because i moved away and you know everyone goes to different places even my close friends we all ended up one ended up in new york one ended up two ended up in california a couple ended up in tucson a couple ended up in flagstaff we all go different places and it's It's not to say that you shouldn't still cherish those relationships when they become strained from distance or you just can't be as close anymore, but take it with a grain of salt and realize that you should be treated with the respect you deserve. So yeah, all in all, don't take high school too seriously and don't take your relationships too seriously, but don't discredit if you have a serious relationship and just basically relax and just (laughs) enjoy high school because it'll be over before you know it. If you'd like to email the show, send it to voiceamericakids at yahoo.com. Make sure you mention my name, Yvonne Allen. Mine, Rio Wade. Or mine, Erica Everleth. And mention the name of the show, Paper Hope Street Team. Tell us something or ask any questions about today's show, last week's show, or just any questions you have in general that we can mention or answer on the air. And You can also um, go to the blog, paperhope.com. You know, read the blogs, leave comments, and... Um, you could also email info at paperhope.com and Twitter um, at paperhopeblog and also on Facebook, Facebook slash paperhope. Um, so any comments on the show or previous shows or topic ideas or any questions you want to ask us, go for it. So we're going to move on to our next section that we have as a part of the show called Daily Details. Ooh. Yay. Who wants to go first? <laughs> <laughs> what's what's the daily goes. detail? Um, I could talk about the fair again. Uh, <laughs> we all love the fair, I went to the fair again for like the third week in a row, and I went to the Sublime with Rome concert. Yay! Hence my voice. This is why I sound like a dying cow. But um, it was it was kind of actually. There's actually a story that goes along with this. Um, mm. We. Okay, so I'm trying to distance myself from this boy that yeah. we keep talking about that keeps making me cry this whole time. Um, so we were trying to distance ourselves. We hadn't talked in a couple of days. like, um, And we, I was on my way to the fair, and he calls, and he's like, can you pick up me and my friend? We, you know, walked to get food from the fair, and we don't want to walk back. So I'm like, sure, you know, I still love this kid. You know, I'm not going to, like, forget about him. So I'm like, yeah, I'll do this for you. I'll come get you. Um, so we go there, and it's out of Jack in the Box right off the freeway. And we go, and I turn my car off and go inside, and, like, I try to just be totally, like, normal about it, like, just friends that I'm going to see, whatever. And, yeah, it kind of sucks because he's kind of being a butthead. But. And then we get outside, and I turn my car on, and it starts shaking and freaking out, and then turn it back off to turn it back on, and it just doesn't start. Broken down in Jack in the Box. I don't know if I told you guys that. But... Um, <laughs> All in all, had to get my car towed and had to walk to the fair from the freeway, but 
this boy was being a total butt and had no sensitivity towards me and made me walk to the fair with my other friends and stayed behind at the Jack in the Box to try to find a ride because he really didn't want to walk. They ended up walking 10 feet behind us anyways, and he couldn't just make walk. But we were in downtown Phoenix, which is kind of a sketchy place, first of all. <laughs> so you'd think that after all these years of professing to be in love with me that he would, you know, want to walk with me to make sure I was okay. Yeah. So that kind of sucked. And then on the way home, he ended up having to drive us all home because I didn't have my car. And on the way home, he was just really mean to me and, like, underhanded comments and told me to shut up and so I didn't talk the rest of the way home and it was really upset but that's what we call a jerk yeah so <laughs> I was like and he didn't text me after you know say sorry or anything along those lines for a couple of days so wow, that's disgusting. it just keeps punching me in the face dang it <laughs> um I guess on the topic of being punched in the face <laughs> by someone's feeling don't worry guys I didn't get in a fight uh, <laughs> not yet I just <laughs> no um my daily detail I was also kind of irritated with the way someone treated me if you guys well, as you guys get to know me you probably pick up on the fact that my biggest pet peeve is would people lack common courtesy I grew up in a household where my mom was like she taught me to be prompt when thanking people or getting back to people. And I'm really grateful that I've learned those skills because they've helped me go a long way and earn a lot of people's respect. And I really, really hate it when, especially as you guys are adult, approaching adulthood and you're approaching college, you lack those skills. It bugs the crap out of me. <laughs> and... And Erica doesn't get upset easily, by the way. Like, I've never seen this girl mad. I have people vouch for me. Sad or anything. I am, like, trying to be the most optimistic person, but I also had a little issue with uh, a little breakdown yesterday because I feel like nobody has any common courtesy. It goes when I'm walking outside. No, like, there was an old man, and he was walking at my college, and he had a cane, and he was, like, shaking, and he was walking, like, 0.2 miles an hour. Like, so I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to get the door for this guy. So I go to open it, and he goes, no, 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 no. And he opens the door for me, and, like, he's, like, struggling to open this heavy glass door. And I was sitting there panicking, like, oh, my gosh, <laughs> his arm's going to break, like, or something. And there's this group of young guys standing there right inside the door, first of all, blocking the doorway. And they were like, just staring. And then one of them makes a comment. The guy, the older man goes, you know, after you. And I thanked him. I was like, thank you so much. That was so nice. And then one of the kids standing in the group goes, oh, yeah, that was very nice. And the old man just chuckled. And he was like, you know, that's what you do when a pretty girl's coming to the door. And <laughs> they didn't say anything. And I was just like, wow. It, it shocks me, I think, more and more every single day how much I see a lack of common courtesy. And this even happens with my close friends. And that's what happened. And so... I just decided to let it go, and I baked rainbow cupcakes. Because <laughs> <laughs> rainbows make me happy, I guess. Like, who doesn't get happy with multicolored cupcakes? But I did, and they're awesome. And if you want to make rainbow cupcakes, just go Google it, because they're freaking awesome, especially when you use, like, sparkles and stuff on it. Sparkles. But, you know. So I just kind of have a question for all of you viewers out there or you listeners and maybe Rio and Yvonne. What do you guys do when you get upset and, like, that person, maybe the person you're in a relationship with or your best friend isn't there to comfort you? Well, if you go to paperhope.com, you'll notice that one of the blogs talks about ice cream for dinner. And, you know, after, 
you know, whatever it may be that causes you to have a bad day, you know, with your parents or your mom or your friends, go out and do something weird, like eat ice cream for dinner and don't have a meal. Like, don't eat it first. Like, just don't eat food at all and just eat ice cream or cupcakes or cake or yeah. cheesecake or whatever it is. You know, do something do something out of the norm is what I usually do. Yeah, or I call up my friends and be like, yo, really crappy day. Like, we need to go do something random like ice skating or like we need to go like <laughs> yeah. have a picnic or something weird to do. Yeah, and that blog was actually, that post was published right on time for this <laughs> thing that happened. And so I was talking to Tamara about it and I was like, you know what, I'm making cupcakes and we're eating cupcakes for breakfast. So <laughs> ice cream for dinner, cupcakes for breakfast, whatever is going to make you feel better, indulge yourself. Yeah. That's all yeah. I have to I say. I do what Rio do, does, Rio does not do. Rio does. Uh-huh. Like English for you. Um, I call my friend. I got in a fight with my mom this week. Oh, that was no bueno. I called my best friend crying. And I was like, please come get me. And he was like, where are you? And so I was like, I'm at home. And so he made me walk to the Walgreens next to my house. So I just get out of like the house. Uh, and he came, picked me up, went to the church and hung out. And like, I don't know. It's comforting knowing that people are there for you, I guess. Yeah. But, um, my daily detail, not the fight with my mom. Um, I guess we all kind of got punched in the face this week. Oh, boy. Uh, yeah. Figuratively, guys. Figuratively. Figuratively literally, punched but, in know, the face. I might literally punch somebody. <laughs> I don't know. It depends. I don't know. Anger me enough. Um, so I have a half-brother, and he, you know, used to talk to us. He doesn't talk to us anymore. Um, apparently, he had a baby. <laughs> so I'm an aunt now to Congrats. a child I will never meet, mm. never get to hold. His name is Ronan Wesley, probably middle name Wayne because that's his dad and his grandpa's middle name. <laughs> so, you know, that was kind of like, awesome. Like, what a cute baby that I'll never meet. Like, oh. I met, um, actually, one of our family friends just had a baby. It was so cute. I met her. She's so cute. Her name's Emmy. She's like, so tiny. Emmy, oh, she's so adorable. Cutie. She was born on the same day as Ronan, and we just didn't know it. So my mom's like, oh, you know, Brandon had a baby. And I was like, cool (laughs) she has his address from because we were going to invite him to my sister's graduation last year and he didn't show up anyways but they all wrote him we all wrote him a card and she's like oh congratulations you're gonna be such a good dad blah 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 blah. you're so cool and he's gonna love you he's gonna grow up tall and be a wrestler just like you (laughs) my brother said something nice my sister said something nice and i was like congratulations Oh, all I put. I'm Ron's so mad, mad guys. I'm <laughs> gonna punch somebody. I'm just gonna go buy a pinata, put it on the <laughs> ground, and kick the crap out there of it. There you go. Like, well, that's that's another topic I'm sure we'll be talking about is family, family members issues. and how you yeah. handle oh, that definitely. stabbing you in the back. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's take a break. I'm Erica Everleth. Keep it right here. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Bookworm is a show for the reader and those that should probably be reading a little more. We'll tackle the classics, the bestsellers, and the brand new works that you won't be able to put down. Your host will be combing the pages of them all and letting you know what needs to be in your personal library and what might be better reading for the bathroom. Tune into Bookworm, airing Thursdays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time and 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. We promise that listening will be just like delving into a good book. It's almost showtime. Tune into Curtain Call every week for the latest happenings from the world of theater. 
It's news and reviews, both on stage and behind the scenes. If you've ever wanted to be a stage actor, theater director, or work behind the scenes in production, this is the show for you. Your hosts have been there and done that, and will answer all of your questions right on the air. Listen for Curtain Call. Weekly performances are happening Tuesdays at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Kids channel. You're listening to the Paper Hope Street Team. Want to ask a question or select a topic for a future show? Please send an email to info at paperhope.com. That's info at paperhope.com. Now, back to Erica, Rio, Yvonne, and the Paper Hope Street Team. Welcome back to the program, People Hope Street Team on Voice America Kids Network. I just have to say real quick, my little six-year-old sister is in studio with us today, and she's been <laughs> producing our show, and we're all cracking up right now. Hey, Lindsay! So, her name's Lindsay, and it was just really freaking cute how she just introduces us right now. Anyways, <laughs> today we are talking about uh, serious relationships and what defines a serious relationship in high school, and we just went through our daily details about how we all had kind of a crappy week, but... It'll be better next week, and, and we'll tell you about Listen, it. Listen, we'll and, come out um, tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> and next so week we're not next, recording. Ne- well, next week, we'll, next show, we'll be able to tell you. Um, but And we just did our daily details, so now we're going to do our Social random questions. questions. Random questions. Sent so, in by you. <laughs> <laughs> so this question, this show we are going to answer is, I guess it's more like a comment, is describe your first kiss. <laughs> Uh-huh. My teddy bear in second grade. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay, so I like to start this off by saying, okay, middle school through sophomore year, I was anti-boy, didn't care about boys, thought they were stupid, but that was because I was terrified of kissing people. Like, I, that was, like, my big <laughs> secret. I was like, oh, my God, like, I'm so scared. Like, I'm not the type of person to be totally confident about that stuff from the get-go. So I was like, I just don't want to talk to boys because all they want for me is to kiss me. And that's what it was in middle school. Like, people would ask me to go to the movies. Hey, you want to go to the movies and make out? No, I don't want to go to the movies and make out. But it wasn't because I didn't want to. I was just afraid type of thing. Plus, uh-huh. I didn't want to. So, so I sympathize. <laughs> yeah, so that was, I don't know about you, but I was a f- straight-up chicken and, like, my first, okay, so my first kiss. I waited for so long. I was 16 years old, and I was a sophomore, right? This kid was the first kid that I ever, like, like gave a chance, basically. And um, he was, like, the kid that, he tried to talk to me freshman year, and he was this little chubby kid <laughs> with curly hair, and he was, like, this big loser, I thought. Oh, and he so was funny. in, you know, honors classes and this big nerd and wore T-shirts I didn't know what they meant and, like, all this <laughs> stuff. And I was like, eh, whatever. So sophomore year rolls around, and, like, I don't know what happened. He didn't, like, change, like, physically that much, but I was like, you're kind of a cool dude type of thing. So, like, we got to know each other, blah, blah, blah. It was a double date, I think. We were going with my best friend at the time and her boyfriend, and we were going to a school play or a school musical or something like that. And so we go there, and we're all, like, so, like, sheepish because he knows that I'm, like, you know, not done anything with a guy, not kissed yeah. a guy, and he knows that. We talk about it because, like, I'm too open for my own good. So <laughs> he knows all this, and, like, he thinks it's the cutest thing ever, which just made it even better because I didn't feel, like, stupid about it. And, like, that whole night, like, we were just, like, like started to hold hands, and it was, like, the stupidest, cutest thing ever. And, like, 
afterwards we went outside and like I could tell that he was like because before he and it's so dumb because it's just a kiss but he was like only when you're ready only when you're ready <laughs> blah 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 and I'm like okay thanks well, I think that's important I know I, I, I know I mean it's a good thing but it was kind of funny because it was just a kiss but whatever <laughs> and so afterwards like we go outside it's dark outside we're holding hands blah 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 and like it was just like a movie like it was perfect like it wasn't awkward at all because like we both talked about it before and we both knew blah 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 so it was just like the cutest thing ever and then it wasn't awkward and we started dating after that and ta-da first kiss movie yay like wait people that's my advice to you don't be in middle school and kiss people just because everyone else is doing it like it's It's worth the the wait because (laughs) these two girlies right here i'm sure have Pretty nasty stories. I wish it's not nasty, but <laughs> well, I, awkward I wish nasty. my first kiss was like a movie. That would have been freaking awesome. Um, yeah, mine wasn't. Mine wasn't quite as bad as Yvonne will attest to. Mine was like the median, you know. It was just like kind of whatever. Uh, I, my best friend at the time was actually in her first serious relationship, her freshman year, <laughs> which ended in flames. I might just add, mm. uh, but yeah. Uh, we were at her house, and she had her boyfriend over and her boyfriend's best friend. And, like, it was the same thing that Rio was talking about earlier with the whole, like, oh, this person likes you. And then you're like, wait, who? Who's this <laughs> yeah. person? They like me. Wait, maybe I like them, too. And it was kind of <laughs> like that, except for I didn't really think I liked him. And I was just like, no, you know, sorry. And her boyfriend and my best friend were just pushing him on me. And they're like, he likes you. Be with him. Blah, blah, blah. Date him. And I was like, no, like. I totally didn't want that, especially because, like, they were pushing it on me. And I was like, uh-uh. So they decided one night we were watching horror movies, which I don't even like in the first place. So this whole thing was totally against my will. Tacky. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, the horror movie so that he can so be like, I'll oh, protect blah, blah, you. Yeah. Like, no. <laughs> no, don't try that. <laughs> he was like, oh, yeah, you know, I'm just going to go out of the room for a little bit. And then they were like, okay, we're going to play spin the bottle. And I was like, no. <laughs> And uh, so her, actually, it's kind of ironic because her little brother came in the room and uh, basically he spun the bottle. Ironic, go figure, it lands on me. <laughs> and so they're like telling us to kiss. And I was like, no, no, no. And then he ended up being like, I don't know. I, I don't know about this. And then I was just kind of <laughs> like, what? <laughs> like, now you don't want to kiss me? You're the one who says you like me so much <laughs> and you don't even know me and then you don't want to kiss me. And so I was just kind of confused. And then my best friend... The, the most, like, humorous part is my best friend's little brother. He was, like, eight at the time, comes in the room. I'll kiss her. I'll kiss her. And so he kissed me on the cheek. And then the other kid got jealous. So, you know, we pecked or whatever. And it wasn't even, like, anything special. I was just kind of like, okay, that was lame. <laughs> Lameness. And then I kind of felt attached. And I was like, oh, he's my first kiss. That wasn't what I thought it would be, but he was my first kiss. So I kind of, like... Held him all special in my head, oh and, my but none, it, nothing ever happened out of it. Like, we didn't start dating or anything. <laughs> and, like, we actually kind of stopped talking because oh. we didn't like each other. <laughs> and then, but now, cool thing is now, uh, I actually started hanging out with him, like, the last two years of my high school experience. And sometimes now, um, whenever I come back and hang out with my old friends. But uh, we're really good friends, actually. <laughs> and we always make jokes about being each other's first kiss. That's good. So That's so adorable. <laughs> it is now, but then it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you're listening to the Voice of America Kids Network. This show is Paper Hope Street Team. I'm Yvonne Allen, and we've moved on to our questions category. And the question that is being answered is your first kiss and what it was like. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> Nervous laugh. We have a median story, and we have a perfect romantic 
movie story, <laughs> Rio, yay. Um, yeah, well, there's my story, <laughs> and I really hope my mom doesn't get mad at me for this because she's <laughs> never heard it. Mm. All right, so I had this best friend um, freshman year. Or she, we got, became best friends in seventh grade. She was really cool. Yeah. But, you know, I was the girl that was like, oh, boys, 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 boys. Oh, you're cute. You're cute. Hey. And um, <laughs> I would have loved to have a first kiss in, like, seventh grade. Like, that's no, not okay. Um, but I was not so attractive. Oh, <laughs> I was, don't say that. I was in my chubby years. Ah. Um, and nobody liked me. So I was just like, whatever, this is cool. And then a freshman year, I don't even know how I met this kid. I think it was like on MySpace when that existed. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> and he was a friend of a friend's. <laughs> Can't even say this with a straight face. Just but, spit um, it out. Spit we were it out. at my friend. My f- best friend lived in an apartment complex, and she didn't have a screen on her window. So we'd always sneak out and go to the pool like in her apartment complex because we were kid. rebels. <laughs> even though we were in a closed gate community, we were rebels. <laughs> but... um. <laughs> so you know we we're texting this guy and we're like come over hang out with us so he comes over he hops the fence or whatever and we're all sitting in like the pool area and he's we're playing truth or dare and she's like my friend is like i dare you to kiss him and i was like oh and so he kissed me and i was like well that sucks <laughs> and i was like i didn't want him to be the first kiss like yeah he wasn't my expectations i guess would be the nice way to put it yeah but you know it happens <laughs> yeah but um it led to things that shouldn't have led to also in the truth or dare game and i don't recommend playing that game um because mm. of that you know set your boundaries keep your <laughs> keep your boundaries high <laughs> <laughs> especially that young yeah. and especially for your first anything oh one thing i wanted to say from earlier a tip for um to not settle with guys. Um, one of my friends challenged me to do this, and I did it, and now my list is, like, 90 things long. Mm-hmm. You know, there's going to be a guy out there that's perfect for you, and you need to know that. And take all the qualities you like in someone and write it down. Write it in a list. Like, one of my big ones is no mandals because I'm terrified <laughs> of feet. Foot phobia to the max. Like, so that's one of my biggest ones. Or, like, Italian or blue eyes or, like, dark hair. You know, like, I just have a list of, like, every quality. Like, family, person, anything you like in a person. And that way when you do, like, when you're looking at people that, you know, like, oh, he likes me. Do I like him? Compare him to your list. Do you like him? Like, is this the qualities you're looking for in a guy? And if not, you know, just be friends with him. And if he is, you know, see where it goes. But, yeah, it helped me out of a lot of situations. <laughs> That's good. That's good for some cases. But I think you shouldn't, like, list things out yeah. that specific. Because, of course, no one's going to be, be exactly perfect. perfect physically or wear mandals. I mean, you can't. <laughs> Wearing no, my mandals wear doesn't mandals. really make you a terrible your personality. Person. But <laughs> it I mean, is a break. That's, it is a, <laughs> make it or break it if you wear mandals. Oh, shoot. Sorry. But, yeah, I mean, it is good to know what you look for in a person. And if they don't fit that category, don't settle. Yeah, I don't like. So, especially for... Um, like first kisses or first anythings or anything along those lines. So yep, first kiss. Um, and then <laughs> one more quick question we could ask is, since we're on the topic of relationships and stuff, is someone sent in, my boyfriend dumped me, now what? <laughs> I'm very no, sorry. <laughs> getting dumped Ice cream for dinner. Sucks. Yeah. yeah, cupcakes for breakfast, ice cream for dinner. Yeah, getting dumped. You're and a pretty lady. You're a pretty lady. Okay, first of all, my, I, d- I don't know how I was going to weave this in, but... You're a girl. Like, if, if this is a girl that sent this in, you're a girl. It is a girl because boyfriend. Okay. So, you're a girl. You're a girl, dang it. Like, <laughs> guys want you. Like, stop. Don't even think that it's the end of the world. Like, your boyfriend dumped you. Good. Like, he's a loser if that happens because <laughs> I'm sure that you're awesome because 
you know, I've been dumped. I've dumped. We've all been dumped, I'm sure, dumped, all that stuff. So don't ever – don't see it as a bad thing. I think that's what I would do, even though it sucks. And you can grieve for a bit. Take it as a positive. Yeah, and don't be let like, it consume your life. Yeah, take it as a positive and be like, okay – now this person's out of my life. You know, obviously we weren't meant to be. Let's see what else I could do exactly. with my life. Not necessarily go find a new boyfriend because that's not a priority. But now that you have all this free time and all this alone time, do stuff that. <laughs> yeah, go for you. go hang out with your best friends and blast single ladies by Beyonce. Yeah, dude, like oh, come on now. <laughs> yeah, celebrate it. I mean, don't discredit the fact that you're upset, but don't at the same time don't make it awful so. have some fun like you're not tied down anymore like woo. Yeah. um next week's show we're going to be talking about social media so things like facebook texting tumblr stumble upon twitter all of those things that i've just recently been introduced to and you know have been researching and stuff so that'll be interesting um uh, la, 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 la. Um, so thank you guys for listening and I hope you guys liked it. And if you have any questions, you can go to paperhope.com or Facebook slash paperhope or the Twitter or anything we mentioned earlier, um, and email us or ask us questions and stuff. So next week, social media. All right. That's going to do it. Thanks for joining us. Listen to the show weekly on voiceamericakids.com and contact us at voiceamericakids at yahoo.com. Mention our names and our show. This is Yvonne Allen, Rhea Wade, and Erica Everlast. And we're out for today. Remember Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? It's the fame game. Listen as Maddie Rose, who is up and coming in the world of fame, brings you fame from all walks of life. You'll hear from doctors, teachers, mentors, life heroes, as well as those in the fields of acting, movies, music, and more. Who knows? You might be the next one Maddie Rose talks to on the air. Listen for the fame game every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. We continue to cry for help, and all you can do is laugh? Love it. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Hey, thanks for listening to the Paper Hope Street Team. Be sure to check out the blog at paperhope.com for more during the week. And we hope to see you again next Monday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. Bye for now. Bye for now.